You're listening to the Bride Chilla Podcast, helping bride chillas and groom chillas plan their wedding minus the bullshit, one podcast at a time. This week on the Save the Date Wedding Podcast, on Monday, we've been featuring the wonderful Dr. Lindsay Beera, and we're having her again on the show on Monday, coming to talk all about stress, mental illness, feeling overwhelmed when it comes to planning your wedding, and also just in the everyday. I really hope when I uh, produce this show that the information that I give can be expanded on to help you with your day-to-day life, because quite frankly, a wedding is just a small part of a hopefully very long existence on this little planet of ours. So I think it's nice to give you skills and uh, opportunities to make things easier for you. That really ultimately is my goal. And I'm so happy with some of the feedback from this episode. I'm going to keep it all under my hat and hopefully come back uh, next Thursday after the second episode is of uh, Dr. Lindsay Beera because there's some great stuff coming through from you. If you have a, a question, a thought, a comment about these episodes, if you have a story to tell, as I said, we, we would really like to come back and do another episode with Lindsay about couples sort of therapy, relationships, how to make sure that your partnership is in its best sort of frame of mind, its strongest point all the time. But Also in the lead up to the wedding, just to make sure that you're communicating and seeing eye to eye and you're on the same path, really, because there's nothing worth, worth, there's nothing worth than planning this, this celebration that's all about you as a couple, you and your other weirdo, and not being on the same level emotionally and connecting. It sort of sucks because you want to be going through it together and communicating and making sure that you're making decisions that are good for both of you, not just one single Sally over there doing all the all the talking and decision-making and shitting off, you know, I was going to say Barry or Fiona, whoever you're marrying. You just want to make sure that you're together. So I'm so happy with some of the feedback, but I'd like to hear more. I know Lindsay would love to hear more. Dr. Lindsay, by the way. And uh, it's great. Also, I wanted to announce this week, if you are following me on Instagram, uh, I have a wonderful promotion, a giveaway. I've been doing weekly giveaways. So if you are not following me, you're not part of the Instagram Alicia community, Mm, sounds a bit on myself, then you're missing out because each week I have been doing some wonderful partnerships with fellow bloggers, uh, vendors, fabulous people, and trying to team up these sort of great giveaways to uh, help you out and get things involved. So this week, I thought, what better way to do than we're talking a little bit about helping ourselves, looking after ourselves. So I have teamed up with the wonderful Bridal Boost. Now, Bridal Boost are all about nutrition. They're all about helping you with vitamins or vitamins if you're in the UK. I always get told off for saying it incorrectly vitamins, as we would say in Australia. Uh, It's a wonderful one-month pack of these Bridal Boost vitamins and supplements that are good for feeding your body as well as your brain. Because I really believe a healthy body and healthy brain go together and make you a super powerful bride chiller and groom chiller. If you are listening to this on the day of the competition, it's running for one week. So this is, if you're listening in the future, I'm sorry. Just go to the Instagram page, you might find that I'm doing a better, interesting other promotion. Who knows? But if you're listening the week that this went out, all you need to do is go to the Instagram 
profile of me or Bridal Boost. You can find it uh, through the savethedatepodcast.com homepage or visit savethedatepodcast.com slash bridal boost and you will see an entry page there. Very happy to be involved. Now, if you are a vendor, if you are someone that makes wedding-related stuff that you think I would dig and therefore perhaps my bride chiller and groom chiller listeners would dig, get in touch. I love to share the wealth spread things around. I love giving away shit as I know that you love receiving shit, not shit. That's a really bad way to promote my business. I love giving away things that are of value and helpful. Uh, So just get in touch. That's all I'm going to say. It is Q&A Thursday and I have lots to get through today. So let's just kick it off. Stop talking, Alicia. We'll stop talking and start talking about a different thing. And let's start with a little voicemail. Hey Alicia, this is Ariadna, um, but you can call me Ari, everybody in the UK calls me Ari, and I even respond to Harry, so um, don't worry about mispronouncing my name, but um, thank you very much for uh, mentioning me in your last podcast, I guess the stalking is paid back and been noticed, and I'm sorry. I have to interrupt and say, don't apologize for stalking as long as it doesn't turn up outside my house and going through my bins. There is no wrong when it comes to internet stalking. We all do it. And I appreciate it, Ari. I do. I am definitely a fangirl and you have made me laugh so hard in public and uh, many different situations and places that I thought I'd send you a message and say thank you, thank you, thank you very much. I just think you're amazing and I'm really grateful that you uh, one day decided to start this podcast. Uh, First of all, Congratulations on the UK Blog Awards nomination. Um, I think and I'm, I'm really, really hoping that you win because you're really cool. Thank you, Ari. I will say that uh, it's tomorrow night, the Blogger Awards. I'm going along. I've got a frock and I'm practicing my sort of Oscars losers face. because It's not about winning. It's about being nominated, blah, 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 blah. But very happy. It's the first time the podcast has been acknowledged in that sort of uh, environment. And thank you for noticing, Ari, because I have not been saying very much about it because I don't want to be one of those wankers that's sort of like, hi, did I mention I've been nominated for an award? Because that's not really me. It's just not me. Anyway, let's carry on. Do apologise. I proposed to my uh, fiancé, now husband, uh, four years ago on leap day and we got married exactly a month ago in New York and I think when I tell people that story everyone laughs everyone loves it everyone tells me I'm crazy um a few friends who know me well have said oh it's got you all over it like you know other friends tell me that um I'm emasculating Rob anyway it's just I love it. It's just been an amazing experience to be doing all this crazy stuff. And I'm so grateful that Rob, um, you know, kind of follows me along and um, actually uh, enjoys my craziness. I think I've got a lot to thank you for that because I'm a very insecure person and I struggle with anxiety and depression. And I have been listening to this 
voice of yours telling me that it's okay to do whatever I feel like and I don't need to give any explanations to anyone as long as uh, we both are happy and are doing what we want to do. So um, that is my biggest uh, point in this little message. I do have a list of things that I would like to tell you because that's how much you've impacted in my life. <laughs> um, uh, just before Christmas, I had a really bad relapse and I had to quit my job and I've been, you know, um, a kept woman for a few months and I'm just starting work again now and my old employer has taken me back, which I'm super chuffed with because it was a charity and I just didn't think it was fair to um, uh, be on uh, sick leave for such a long time. And anyway listening to you has been kind of a thing that I look forward to and I I really appreciate how uh, cool you are talking about things like you know anxiety insecurities uh, physical appearance and all that kind of stuff it feels rude to interrupt Ari when she's praising me um <laughs> no one has ever really referred to me as cool so that's gonna go down in history I've never been a cool girl maybe not probably not but I I'm so grateful, Ari, and I know I had to push in here because I know there's a bit more of the message to go, but I'm grateful for your feedback. As I just said at the top of the show, it's really important to me that I don't just produce the same old faff when I do this because making the podcast takes um, a bit of time, which I love doing, and it's a project, and it's hopefully going to be a you know bride chiller empire where I can help a lot of people uh, in the future. But I really think that this has evolved for me and I've learned with you and to have that sort of feedback and to know that, you know, you're sitting somewhere else in the world from me and that my voice has helped you really touches me. And I played this voice message for Rich last night and he was equally as touched and it really made it feel like it's all, not that it's not all worth it because I really love doing this, but to hear that feedback really brings it home that I'm not just sitting in my lounge room with a microphone, uh, in my, you know, talking to no one. You're out there listening and it's nice to think that it's creating some sort of positive effect. Anyway, enough blowing smoke up my own ass. Carry on, please. You can do it for me. <gasps> like I share your hatred for um, strapless dresses. What is this bullshit? I just want to interrupt and say hate is a strong word. But I have shown a disdain. Well, actually, I haven't shown a disdain for the dresses. It's just for the lack of options. I just don't think we're all necessarily built to wear these sort of gowns. So I welcome, if you feel comfortable and sassy in them, do it. But, you know. I mean, um, I, for one, have the opposite problem. I could not live without wearing a bra. I would poke people. My boobs are so big. So there's no way I'm wearing a strapless dress. And I would never be comfortable in it anyway. Even if I wore a corset underneath. I mean, we're not in the, you know, 17th century. Anyway. <laughs> and um, also, I've now started watching Bright Zealas, which I always thought that was horrible it would actually make me so angry to watch but since i've discovered that um the real housewives is one of your guilty pleasures i've realized that um if someone cool like you watches that i think i'm allowed to watch bright zillas and i am loving it because i just see how ridiculous everything is and 
how and not I shouldn't worry about you know stuff like the color of the flowers or that kind of shit anyway <laughs> love you lots and uh yeah keep doing what you do because um it's amazing thank you bye how adorable was that message? It was really great to see. She covered a lot of topics, and I bloody love that. I do say, when you send me a voice message, I want to get to know you. And I feel like we've got to know Ari a little bit, and I'm so happy that she is kicking goals, kicking ass when it comes to wedding planning. Well, she's been married now, good honour, in New York. Fabulous. And also just feeling comfortable with what makes you happy. I love that point that she made that she's watching Bridezilla's because – I had been sort of going on about my love of Real Housewives. I am such a supporter of going, if something makes you happy, unless it's hurting other people, fucking just do it for the love of God. Who cares? And Real Housewives and that sort of trashy TV puts my brain in neutral and I really enjoy it. I watch it on the tube. If I'm not listening to a podcast, I'm watching one of the various Real Housewives. And at the moment, my favorite is Real Housewives of Melbourne because I do get homesick for my beautiful hometown and it's fucking hilarious. They yell at each other. They swear. And it's funny. None of the other Real Housewives franchises allow or do sort of mouth off like the Aussies do. Oh, my God. If you think I've got a potty mouth, then just take a listen to this. Do it to me. Come on, chica. You're a grown woman. So are Don't you. Say- you need to snap the fuck out of it. You're indulged bull fucking shit. Okay, enough. Go, Gina. Go, Gina. Yeah, Gina. Every time you're gonna cry and fucking talk and carry on. Jesus, fuck me. I love that I'm not allowed to be. Blasphemy. Sorry. So the woman you just heard yelling then was Gina Liano, my favourite of all the Real Housewives of Melbourne. She is uh, not just your typical Real Housewife person. She's a qualified barrister. She's still in court at the moment. You know, she, you see her coming and going all the time in the press. She's also a property developer, qualified art curator, and she's just recently been on the Soap Neighbours. She's written books. Her sister's a fashion designer. I fucking love her. And she yells like that. But the thing about her fighting is they're always quite well-spoken yelling. Yeah, she swears a lot, but she makes sense, and I bloody love it. That is my ode to the Real Housewives, and I'm so happy that you are embracing your reality TV stuff. Also, just read a book as well. I'm encouraging book reading. Book reading and reality TV watching and more sex with your partner. There's something we don't talk about enough on the show. Sex. Have it more often. It's good for you. Snap the fuck out of it. God, I love it. I just, you know, being in London, people don't yell like that. In Australia, we like to communicate. I'm not saying everyone talks like that because they don't. But there's something quite delightful of me sitting on the tube watching the Royal Housewives of Melbourne and just trying to contain my love and, and just how entertaining that shit is. Oh, my God. It makes me so happy. Right, I've got time for another voice message. I'm just still thinking about her saying that. Just delightful. Hi, Alicia. This is Shauna from San Francisco. I love your show. I get so excited whenever there's a new episode. So I also wanted to tell you I listen to the podcast via the Castro app, which is one way that you can collect your podcast subscriptions on the iPhone. So I like that one. Shauna, this is so helpful. You know I love to hear where you hear me, where you found me, because it helps me and my huge marketing team, which is me. (laughs) 
I am two months out from my wedding, but as I said, I don't really have any questions right now. Things are going pretty well, fingers crossed, and knock on wood that it continues that way. But um, Kate had a question on the Friday Quickie, and I wanted to respond. Um, I also was looking for a non-traditional dress and um, did the same sort of thing where I... First thing, pretty much after getting engaged, my sister and I went to David's Bridal and tried on just a bunch of different silhouettes to get a sense of what looked good, what didn't, and sort of questioned some of the assumptions that I had made, because who wears gowns on a regular basis? So I had an idea that mermaids wouldn't look good, or A-lines were sort of safe, or maybe I wouldn't look good in a one-shoulder, or maybe I would. Um, so trying on a bunch of different dresses definitely helped me figure out what I liked and what I didn't. Um, and then big shout out to the wedding party in Berkeley, um, where I emailed them and they said, if you're looking for a red dress, um, why don't you come check out our bridesmaids section? Um, and they said, you know, often people don't like the bridesmaids dresses in the end because they aren't special enough as a wedding dress, but I knew that I would probably have to do a sizable amount of alterations to make something look the way I wanted it to. Um, I am doing a fusion Indian Western wedding, so um, I can't wait to share pictures of my dress once it's finished and the wedding is over because it is gorgeous. Interrupting again, apologies. I am so amped for you to show me and us the pictures of your dress because this is so up my alley. And also, if you're a Save the Date Bride chiller, I've been talking. I'm so sorry, Shauna. This is so rude. It's like me at a dinner party going, hang on, hang on, I've got something else to say. I love being able to share images, tips, all this stuff, especially after the wedding, when you want to to share it, when you want to let it free, uh, send it to me. Tag me in Facebook, Instagram. I will retweet and retag. Don't you worry. So one of the things that I was planning on doing was uh, getting a bridesmaid's dress and then having some extra details put onto it. So what I would recommend to Kate is if you don't have the same sort of um, issues that I do with, you know, wanting it to be sort of an in a sari fabric or an Indian fabric, um, and you just want, you know, what color you like, or you know what fabrics you prefer after trying on some things, think about getting a dress that is so, it's close, but maybe not quite. Maybe you find the right color and you just need to add some some extra embellishments, perhaps even you love the skirt or you love the top and you want to change one of those elements or you want to add sleeves or you want to add something else Um, and find a really good tailor in your area. Um, I found a great dress designer um, who does design wedding dresses from scratch, but also was willing to do some alterations to an existing outfit. So that's what I ended up going with, and I've been so happy with the process. And also, it's a lot cheaper than designing a dress completely from scratch. It depends on the types of fabrics that you use, because she then basically just charges for time and um, and raw materials, so the trims and the and the fabric. If you're in San Francisco, her name is Sarah Liller, and she is amazing, but there are tons of different people. I mean, I just hopped on Yelp and found people, but a good Google search or something will get you there as well. Um, another resource is Thumbtack, um, which is great for really all aspects of the wedding. I've done it for looking for DJs, looking for officiants. You can put out, um, I am looking for this service. It asks you all of the relevant questions then about that service. And then people send quotes to you. So you can have a sense of, okay, my budget is around 
I don't even know what a good budget would be, and you can leave that blank, or you can say, I'm only willing to pay this much, and then the quotes will roll in, and you can get a sense of how much that service actually costs, and then pick somebody or not. Um, you can just choose to be like, okay, that gave me a sense of how much that costs, and now I can reevaluate other people accordingly. Okay, I just had to stop and Google Thumbtack because I am uh, sad with myself that I haven't seen this before, but this is why I love you, because you come up with ideas and you run with them and you introduce me to new things. So it's Thumbtack, as in my thumb. That that was the worst. (laughs) That was the worst. Thumb, as in on your hand, tack, T-A-C-K dot com. And the uh, the front page says, from house painting to personal training, we bring you the right pros for every project on your list. I think it is an amazing, amazing option. And I'm going to contact them for more information as well as Shauna's recommendation because I really am a believer in the shared economy and finding people to make your life easier. I am not kidding. I found Cara Lee, my amazing, amazing voiceover artist on Fiverr, fiverr.com. Now, I pay her more than five pounds, dollars. Uh, But she was one of these people that I found like a year and a half ago. And now, you know, whenever I've got a voiceover, I go to her. She does it in 24 hours. She's amazing. And we have little emails going, what are you doing in your life? We've made friends. Uh, But this is the idea that you have to think outside the box when you're finding people to help you. And this thumbtack, it seems like it's one of those situations where, as Shauna was saying, you can send your message out there saying, I really need someone to make 4,000 paper cranes and be fucked if I'm doing it myself. And I'm sure that's a random thing that I've just come up with, but I'm sure you'll find someone uh, with those skills. Maybe you want someone to hand decorate 100 glass bottles and you don't have the time or interest, but you want that DIY look. I'm sure you could find someone on there as well. Oh, I'm going to do some serious Googling after I finish this record. Shauna, carry on, carry on. But it was a really good way to get some more, um, some more sources and possible vendors than other sources that I had been looking at before. So that's a lot, but hopefully that will help both Kate and maybe some other bride chillas as well. Um, all the best to you, Alicia, and thank you so much for being such a great calming and joyful part of the wedding process thanks bye well thank you lady because that was one of the most informative voicemails i've ever received i'm super delighted and i love hearing as i always say these great tips that you share wedding the wedding hack week wedding hack sounds so rough the wedding hack and tips q a week was one of my most popular episodes that i've ever produced and i think it's because of a couple of things if you don't know what i'm talking about It was a week of your wedding planning hacks and tips. I put a message out on Instagram. See, it all goes back to Instagram. And I asked for your best suggestions of ideas that you've come across. It might be websites, shortcuts, discounts. And it went off. And you know why it was so good? It was episode 154 and 155. If you're going into the back catalog, savethedatepodcast.com is where you'll find all the information. But it worked because it was from you. It wasn't just someone rehashing the same old shit, which, look, the wedding industry, I'm just going to break it down and tell you some secrets just before I go. I'm going to wind this thing up, but stay with me while I reveal these secrets. The thing about the wedding industry and the wedding media industry is they're quite clever in rehashing shit. And it's totally cool because they're saying, listen, one gal or guy 
gets engaged and they're probably engaged for about, I don't know, 11 to 14 months. And so they're probably only going to read three or four wedding magazines. So they can produce a piece of content and then in 15 to 16 months, they can reproduce basically the same piece of content written by someone else, but you know, it's the same shit and redistribute it. Because why wouldn't you? Um, this is not a, I'm not discouraging them because why wouldn't you do it? But it sometimes to me, I feel like when I go through looking for motivation and topics and things that I think would be interesting to talk about, I just come across the same stuff. So by canvassing my bride chillers and groom chiller listeners, it's so valuable to me because I know what's happening now. I'm not just going to the same wedding media and reading the same stuff and then rehashing it to you because to me, that's taking a dirty shortcut that I don't really want to do. And also, I don't want to be producing the same content as everyone else. I think that's why you listen to me. I'm pretty sure. And the swearing and the references to Gina Liano. So it's not, look, it's not a secret, but it's the idea that, of course, they rehash because they know that once you're done with weddings, you will move on to the rest of your life. So you won't be going back and reading a wedding magazine the next year and you realize that they're just sort of cloning. So I love asking you questions because I get such wonderful answers, but also I get new information and actual real stuff that I can share. So Shauna, when you sent me this voicemail, I nearly lost my mind because again, I hadn't heard of thumbtack.com and also the bridesmaid, the bridesmaid dress stuff is something that people don't also say very often. They want you to go and spend the extra money. They, this sounds like a conspiracy theorist website, the podcast, they the mainstream wedding press want you to go and buy a proper on quote unquote wedding dress because they are being paid by wedding suppliers, brides, dresses, gowns, shops and all that shit to advertise the more expensive gowns. So of course, they're not going to be saying, hey, go and buy a bridesmaid's dress. It's cheaper and you'll probably get what you want if you're looking for a different sort of gown. So again, I'm not being Debbie Downer. I'm not being sort of Miss Conspiracy Theorist. I'm just saying it's probably not in their best interest to say this stuff because it's not making them the advertising money, blah, 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 blah. But the good thing about what I do on the podcast is I can pick who my sponsors are and I can pick the message that I share with you, which is really important to me. So again, I would like to say, if you're a vendor or if you know someone or you've used a website that you're like, that is so Alicia, that is so save the date. And you don't have to have any affiliation with this website, but maybe you've purchased something from it or a vendor that you've gone, fuck, why hasn't Alicia talked about that? Or they would be an excellent sponsor because I would use that product. This is what really makes me excited is that if you bring the people to me and I can say, hey, Lucy from Denver said that she used your service and it was fucking great, then I might be able to get them to sponsor the podcast and also then bring value to you and offer you discounts and lovely things. I know this is not like setting you tasks to find me sponsors, but what really works is finding sort of people, vendors, sponsors, that you actually want to use and you actually want to have a relationship with. Because quite frankly, I don't want to be presenting ads to companies that I don't have any interest in. And also, I try and use, well, I do use everything that we sponsor and present, I use. Because I'm not selling you shit that I don't, that I don't have a part of. Okay, that's the end of my rant. Thanks very much. Hey, I want to say a big, big special thank you to everyone who participated in today's show. I love you. 
I'm so happy that you are enjoying these special episodes with Dr. Lindsay Beera. She is such a champion and she will one day be a superstar TV doctor. She should be helping more people and I think that's the way to go. So if you're making TV in America, hire this woman. She's amazing. She's way more attractive than Dr. Phil. Although it is certainly not about looks. It's got nothing to do with looks. She's just a sassy broad who knows her shit and I love her. And I can't wait to share Monday's episode with you. But that comes after tomorrow's Friday Quickie. I do hope you enjoy it. Get in touch. Leave me a voicemail. I'm encouraging people to leave voicemails. I like emails, but they're too long. And no one wants to hear me read them. Leave me a voicemail like the lovely Shauna and Ari did today. You're amazing. Have a fabulous Thursday. Ciao, ciao. Happy days. <laughs>